Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, security experts say U.S. power grid is inadequately protected from cyber attacks. A Washington, D.C.-based think tank has issued a report saying that the U.S. power grid is vulnerable to cyber attack because industry and government officials aren't adequately prepared. For example, the report by researchers at the Bipartisan Policy Center, the BPC, says problems include energy companies not sharing security-related information with one another. The study by the BPC's Electrical Grid Cybersecurity Initiative says businesses fear disclosing proprietary data or being accused of antitrust violations for collaborating with competitors. The report also contends that federal power grid protection regulations don't provide energy companies with an incentive to keep improving their security, particularly in response to new threats. Moreover, the researchers explained, U.S. officials concentrate on security for the high-voltage power grid to the detriment of the low-voltage system. The BPC made several recommendations, including establishment of an industry-based organization to develop cybersecurity performance criteria and best practices. The report also proposed closer collaboration between government regulators and power companies, the development of standards for power grid security, and additional U.S. Department of Energy support for cybersecurity research. The BPC is a think tank that leading Democratic and Republican politicians founded in 2007. Our second story is, what happened to the IPv4 address shortage? For years, engineers have warned that the number of available IPv4 addresses is rapidly decreasing and that businesses and providers thus must adopt IPv6, which provides many more Internet addresses for the rapidly growing number of connected individuals, organizations, and devices. Indeed, the Internet Assigned Numbers Authority allocated the last blocks of IPv4 addresses to the five regional Internet registries in early 2011. However, IPv6 adoption has been less than hoped for, and despite dire predictions, users can still acquire IPv4 addresses. What happened? Well, Internet organizations and companies have figured out ways to make the most of the available IPv4 addresses. For example, the global Internet registries, such as the American Registry for Internet Numbers, which serves Canada and the U.S., still have some addresses left. And some registries are acquiring unused addresses from various sources, including defunct ISPs. Numerous providers use network address translation, which links some of their available private IPv4 addresses to public IP addresses that organizations can use as necessary. This enables many users to share small groups of public addresses. Carriers also buy IP addresses from other carriers. Of course, experts say, these approaches will only last so long, and eventually we really will run out of IPv4 addresses. Our final story is, new technology lets users borrow others' Wi-Fi bandwidth. A technology developed by Spanish telecommunications provider Telefonica lets Internet users who don't have enough bandwidth borrow unused capacity from nearby networks. 
This could help organizations or people who want to download large amounts of multimedia or other data-heavy content that would otherwise overwhelm their individual Wi-Fi systems. The B-Wi-Fi project, which Telefonica has worked on for six years, required the company to design and use routers that run software that aggregates available bandwidth in an area to make it available for all local customers via a mesh network. Telefonica said the pilot program it conducted in the autonomous community of Catalonia doubled the data rates its customers were getting. Before the technology can be used commercially, it faces issues such as security, privacy, and the ability of customers to opt out of the bandwidth sharing program. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.